If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join us on this journey as we figure it out together, and just to get us started, I'll go first. And you guys, today is episode 200. Like, who even are we? I can't believe we've had 200 episodes. And then at the same time, I'm like, it's only been 200 episodes. Um, It's been an amazing ride so far. I'm still loving every minute of doing this show with you guys and for you guys. And we definitely did include you guys in this episode today. It was so much fun. Katie and I are on this show talking about ways that we have learned to live well anyway. And we took your suggestions. So people wrote in through my Substack newsletter where I asked for suggestions. And you can find that by going to mackenziecoppa.substack.com. But they also put in suggestions on my Instagram. And let me just tell you, some were beautiful and sweet and lovely. And some were downright hilarious. And we talk about them in today's show. So you just might get a shout out if you put in an answer for this episode. And we would love to just keep connecting with you guys. We hope to have more shows like this where you get to put in some input. I think it's really fun. We loved being able to partner with you guys in this episode. It was a serious blast. So thank you so much to all of you who wrote in. Tell your friends. Let's get more people involved. And speaking of getting involved, you guys, Katie and I have some serious things in store for you guys in Patreon, especially over the next month. We are leveling things up in a big way for Valentine's month. This is not going to be a month that you want to miss in Patreon. Let me just tell you, we had a five hour meeting today about everything that we are going to be delivering in Patreon. And if you would like to spice up your life a little bit, We are basically going to walk you step by step through that process (laughs) to have a little bit more fun. And also for those of us who don't have the significant other to get things as spicy as we might prefer, then we have got some really great ideas for just feeling well taken care of in your own skin and feeling beautiful and cared for and all of that, even just on your own. So we have got so much fun content you guys are not going to want to miss patreon in february let me just tell you you're gonna want it you're gonna want in there so come and join this amazing community of women by going to patreon.com slash live well together again patreon.com slash live well together for the most fun month i think we have ever produced in patreon it's going to be a blast so come join us over there but without further ado let's get on with this 200th episode of the podcast join katie and i as we give you both the practical and fun things that we do and so do some of our listeners to live well anyway 
this is? I do. It's a celebration day. It is a celebration day. It's the 200th episode, which I'm sure I will have mentioned in the introduction to the show. But it feels equally like, oh my gosh, it's 200. And also like, really, that's all? <laughs> Only done 200 of these things? Sure feels like a lot more than that. <laughs> So it is the 200th episode and, you know, we've been talking a lot of li about living well anyway this fall and specific things, but I thought for the 200th episode, it would be really fun for us to deep dive on that a little bit more, talk about all the different ways that we decide to live well anyway, whether it's in like the small kind of survival day-to-day -day things or in the larger grand of scheme or what? that's not a thing um in the larger scheme of things grand scheme let's you know put that together how you want to um i think you guys get the picture uh, like i said i've been doing this 200 times look yeah, you're professional yeah, it's really good um but in the grand scheme of things there we go that's what it is uh how we decide to live well anyway when life in general is like not going well not just like one bad day um and so we are going to talk about those things for ourselves and what we do but then we also as a kind of a fun new thing reached out to all of you if you follow me on instagram or you get my newsletter well anyway which you can find at mckenziecoppa.substack.com I reached out and said i want to hear from you guys what you do to live well anyway and we got a wide great, variety. Great responses. Yeah, some really fun things. And we are going to mention some of your responses today. So mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a fun shift. We've not really done that before, had you guys write in, but I'm really anxious to be able to share some of them. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Me too. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, it's going to be good. Okay. So you guys know that I rebranded this past fall. Obviously, it's not the 200th episode of Live Well Anyway. It's just the 200th podcast episode in my podcasting career. And I did that whole shift because I realized that what was happening in my life, what had been happening was these choices over and over again since I, you know, turned my life upside down to live well in spite of all of the crazy happening in life. And a lot of those things were big things like, you know, going through an insane divorce and living with my parents and living with my grandmother and trying to get my own place <laughs> and my brother dying. You know, there's a been a bit of stuff. Yeah. And choosing how to live well anyway. And some of that, as we were kind of discussing before we got started with the show, I feel like those were they were life choices. Yes, there's the day-to-day -day choices. There's the little things. And we're going to hit on a lot of those. But I really came at it from this perspective of, I want to form the life that I've been wanting to live. And a lot of that came out of that question that I kept getting from people like, why in the world do you put on makeup every day? Like, how are you not just flat on your face? And I don't know how I would get through what you're going through and still come on Instagram and be funny or whatever. And for me, it was like, no, I finally have the opportunity to learn to be the person that I want to be again. 
Mm. And I finally have the opportunity to form this life that I want to be living. So why would I wait until after the divorce is over? I mean, that, that would have meant that I waited two and a half years to start living my life, you know, and that wouldn't have done me any good. That would have just made that two and a half years even harder than it already was. And so instead, I made very intentional choices about figuring out who I was again, figuring out what my personal style was. I know that might sound silly and superficial, but when you've kind of really lost yourself completely for most of your adult life, deciding to figure those small things out again of like, what do I even like? How do I want to decorate my house? What do I want to wear? How do I feel comfortable in my own skin? Those are big pieces of learning to live well and to form the life that I wanted to live. And so as I, you know, moved into my own place and everything, instead of just cobbling things together, I tried to make very intentional choices about what I wanted my life to look like. And is it perfect? Absolutely not. But it's still now carrying on in a day-to-day way of deciding to live well anyway. Yeah. And so much of life is that middle. It is the The highlight reel of our lives is moments, you know, but the majority of the minutes we live are waiting for the, for something waiting. I mean, I think you wait to meet that certain someone you wait to get married, you wait to have, but then, you know, to take a second and step back and think, how do I choose to live into these middle moments, these waiting moments and see the beauty or create the beauty or not wait for what I think I need, but just anchor myself here right now and live into it, put my whole self into it. Don't Mm -hmm. live in the future. Like your mindset is when this happens, but live right now. How do we do that and make it beautiful, especially when we have people around us that are influenced by how we choose to live, namely our children. This generation we're raising up, they need to see us be anchored and making the most of things, especially this last year when life literally fell apart for every single one of us. It was not the year that anybody thought it was. Did we become bitter? Are we you know, begrudging everything around us or are we living well anyway, despite circumstances falling apart? I think kids need to see that and who they're becoming is a lot of, of that formation is happening right now to what they're being exposed to by us and our perspectives. Yes, I completely agree. And I think a lot of that also boils down to and I've, I've read this in uh, Kendra Adachi's book, and it's something that we, between the two of us, have talked about a lot lately, but really figuring out what we actually care about and what actually matters to us. And then it doesn't have to look the way that it looks for everybody else, that we get to decide what matters to us. And yeah. then we can break whatever rules we need to. I knew you were starting to go there and I was getting excited. Let's talk about it. Like, yes, the rules. I think that's a really important, like just thing to focus on this year to highlight, like break the rules, the rules, especially the self-constructed rules that we Mm -hmm. have for ourselves. Like, 
like I have all these rules that I don't talk about a lot, but that like I can't read fiction until I've read 30 minutes of something more serious. I put these little boundaries in my life, these little guidelines, and they're good things. Yeah. But are they something that should become law in my life? No. Yeah. Because it holds you back. And then I always feel like I have to self-evaluate if I've earned this or that. And I think this is the year I'm shedding that. I'm evaluating everything I'm telling myself in my head, pulling it back and saying, okay, did Jesus say that? (laughs) Or did I say that? And did I say that for a very good thing? It was a great like guideline, but it's, it's not, I'm not going to become legalistic about how I'm living and how I'm talking to myself. I need to offer myself some grace and freedom and break through some of that, especially the things that really don't matter, but that do hinder me in subtle ways. Mm-hmm. That self-talk in my head just needs to be examined. And I'm giving myself um, permission this year to, to take it out, to look at it and say, um, no, not, I'm not doing that anymore. I won't read that book right now and I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to feel subtly guilty that I didn't do this other thing first. Yeah. I'm, I'm breaking that rule. Yeah. And I think they're just, when we stick to those things that we've imposed on ourselves or we may have heard from somebody else. And so we feel like we have to live up to that or whatever. It's such a joy stealer. Because it takes away from the actual point of what we were wanting to do. It's like I just did a live the other day in Patreon where I was talking about, you guys, let this be the year that we abandon books. And they were all like, wait, what? I was like, I mean, let this be the year that you're not afraid to abandon a book that you're not enjoying so that you can free yourself up to read something that you actually will enjoy and will be life-giving to you. Why trudge through that just to say yeah. like, but I, I said I was going to read this book. Well, if you hate it, then don't keep reading it. That's ridiculous. Kick that sucker to the curb. Dealing with stress is a daily struggle. I think we can probably all agree with that. I've tried a ton of different strategies to help me with my stress because I've had just a little bit over the last few years. I've done everything from workouts to supplements to counseling and all of that, and they all are helpful. But I still always kind of have that undergirding stress throughout my life and some very acute episodes of specific stressful things that happen still fairly regularly in my life. But one of the things that has really been working for me is New Calm. New Calm is a system that uses cutting edge neuroscience and consists of three non-invasive and non-pharmaceutical items, all of which are included in your monthly subscription that costs less than a daily cup of coffee. The whole process is easy to use and to work into your daily routine to achieve better sleep, reduction in stress, and boost in recovery, which is one of the things that I have really been noticing. So now, instead of the day owning me, I can own my day. I use Newcomb's app and their other products to help give me the power to slow down and get some distance, which allows me to better respond to the demands of everyday life. Newcomb accomplishes this by interrupting acute stress at its source and by bringing you into the calming brainwave patterns that are associated with relaxation, greater awareness, intuition, and providing a calm sensation. 
So basically, I just set aside a little bit of time in my day to be able to use the new Calm app. I typically do it in the midday because that's when I really hit my slump. And the main part of their app that I've found the most helpful is using their 20-minute sessions because it's usually the part of the day where I just feel so tired and overwhelmed. And these 20-minute sessions are essentially the same as taking like a good two-hour nap. It just absolutely recharges and refreshes my body so that I'm able to come back to like a normal state in my day and keep moving forward through the rest of the day, which is invaluable to me to be able to have that energy and that calmness to move forward. New Calm is clinically proven in over 1 million sessions to improve your sleep, reduce your stress, and boost your recovery without drugs and side effects. So do what I did. Own the day with New Calm and make 2021 the year to manage your stress better. And I have a special link set up specifically for my listeners. Go to livewellnewcalm.com and get 50% off your 30 day subscription of new calm and their money back guarantee that's live well n-u-c-a-l-m.com live well n-u-c-a-l-m.com and i remember you talking specifically about how like you wanted to create these dessert tablescapes and everything but you had been holding yourself to this standard of everything having to be homemade and perfect yeah perfect in its own way like every ingredient sourced well you know choosing the organic butter choosing all of those different parameters which Which are not bad in and of themselves no wonderful but They, they can't they absolutely can make a difference and I fully am behind that for you know ethically and taste wise they totally can But when you're talking about creating more of a large scale, there Mm -hmm. are places you're going to have to give. And I never let myself have those corners. I never, I have to, it has to be a sharp corner. It can't, I can't round it. Then I'm stuck. And I've just been reevaluating that. Like that's dumb (laughs) because it's holding me back from the big picture I want to create for someone that I love. These tiny little details do not have to be the make or break it thing. And that has been so liberating to me. I mean, truly liberating. Like, I feel like I want to look over my shoulder, like, oh my gosh, did I just do that? Is that okay? Yeah. That's okay. What? <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God, I could do this and this. Like it, it frees my heart to think those were never as important as I made them. And then I lived in those boundaries, self-created. I lived there and it yeah. held me back from some things I would love to have done. And yeah. I couldn't. So to just, just start to free myself in those little places, like one thing with the, um, the large scale tablescape, I know that you're talking about is using a box cake mix mm-hmm. and adding to it to make, um, like cake balls or to make even the cake. Yeah. Like, what did I just say that? Like, I, I just got chills when I said that, that, but I am pressing in there. Like, why not? why not? If if it flops, if it doesn't work, I can go back to what worked before. But if that saves me 45 minutes and $20, why not do it? You know, press in and give yourself permission to explore, um, things that you maybe would have held yourself back for that are not something that Jesus said. So they do not need to be law in your life. I just am trying to free myself from that and get excited where I can, because it is liberating. Mm -hmm. Well, and this is, you know, 
kind of a ridiculous example, but I talked about it in one of my lives the other day. Also, I was saying, you know, like when Roman had his first birthday, (laughs) I rented out a room, like a conference room in a hotel. I had made, I made a three-tiered cake, like a wedding cake. I had like monogrammed buckets for all of the kids who came they all had multiple favors these were one-year-olds oh no they didn't even know anything I like I poured so much into this birthday party like this is what all my kids birthday parties were going to have to be and granted my mom set an amazing standard of birthday parties she would like hire entertainment she would you know like it was a thing I felt like I had this thing to live up to the next year I literally carved lightning McQueen out of cake You can still see this on my old blog. Like maybe I'm going to have to pull pictures out to put in these show notes. It was like, it was a thing. Like I felt like I had to go so over the top. Now let's fast forward four kids later to the year 2021. And I just had Ellie's birthday, which, you know, it's a pandemic (laughs) birthday. They it's, so it's hard to like bring people together anyway and whatever. I knew if we could just have it with this one family who we've basically like they're in our quarantine circle. And when we put our two families together, it's a party because there's a billion kids. And so it feels like a party, you know, and we so enjoy this family. And so what did I do? I didn't even go like get the stuff for the party by myself. I took Ellie with me. She wanted to go. She asked me if she could go. So we went to Walmart of all places and she helped me. She told me the bag, like she picked out the bag that she wanted me to wrap her presents in. (laughs) And I put them all in one bag. I was just like, here you go. She was able to pick out the plates and the napkins she wanted. These gaudy unicorn (laughs) rainbow ridiculous Sure. Sounds good. 97 cents. I'm on it. We got those puppies. She walked through every toy aisle, which was just like, you know, a dream. You would have thought she was like an FAO Schwartz. She looked, picked up every dumb thing. And the fact that she got to like pick out, I had a few things I had gotten her that she didn't know about, you know, but she got to pick out a lot of the gifts that she wanted. And so she knew like, no, this is exactly what I want. I am so excited about this. This is how I'm going to use this. And she just, she loved her birthday. She loved everything about it. And for me to like, let go of that guilt of, I didn't put on this fantastic party. I didn't have the dessert. I mean, she picked brownies. Like I even dissuaded her from cupcakes. Cupcakes felt like too much effort. (laughs) I was like, are you sure you don't want one of these things over here? She was like, oh, those brownies look good. I was like, done. Brownies. Got it. I didn't even have like frosting on the brownies. I bought a can of whipped cream and she loved her birthday. She enjoyed her birthday probably more than Roman enjoyed those birthday parties where, you know, he would come into the kitchen and I'd be like, stay away from the cake. <laughs> Don't touch it. I've been yeah. slaving on it for 21 hours. You know, it, it, 
that's what I was just going to ask you. Like, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I know when I go back to those places where I tried to make things absolutely perfect and special for that person to yeah. show that I love them because it was so perfect. I was drained, exhausted, irritable. It yeah. was not the offering of love that I set about. No. Perfection I- is not love it's your smile it's your delight in that person and taking time to learn what do they want and like you just did with Ellie what she wanted was not Pinterest yeah what she wanted was time with you opportunity to pick stuff out herself and she her heart was delighted and that's the point that's how we celebrate and love others yeah and I didn't become a worse person for it you know, I was able to break those rules and have grace on myself and actually enjoy the experience where before I would have been so focused on, is this, are are people thinking I did this the right way? Yeah. And just owning like, nope, this is not Pinterest. I'm not even going to try to have it be Pinterest. Yeah. Allows me to enjoy it. That's empty. And we are a Pinterest generation of moms. Like even in in my motherhood journey, things have changed dramatically from my first baby shower. Like if you just think about those little things as Pinterest has come about and as everybody's access and being able to to glimpse into somebody's life and how we all want it to look polished and put together, that pressure is defining to this generation of women. I think more than any other in the past. And we have to fight against that because you lose the heart when you're so focused yes. on the on the outside perspective and, and being able to take the pictures that are going to look great yeah. on Instagram and you know it just when when you can finally get to that place where you can get past that not that i don't want beautiful things and lovely things and that can all be fun and i love seeing when people do that but for me when it was becoming more about that than it was about the celebration or whatever it is, when it's stealing that joy out of it for me and it's becoming something else, then it's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. Especially if, I mean, it's a heart issue. If we feel like our value is tied up with, are we going to receive approval for this? Yeah. It is a death sentence because that is not where our value comes from. We've already received approval from the only, the only voice that actually matters. And it's for him that we love others well and do these things. It is not for likes or hearts or uh, kind words, or it's not for that. And I've been marking like my own heart progress that way by how few pictures I do take. If I can get through a whole party or something without taking any pictures of what I did, but only that person and their joy. Yeah. Successful. Yeah. Because Because the heart issue with me to to want to seek that validation or want to show that I really love them because look at this, look how beautiful it is. Look, there's no flaws here. It's, but no, it's about that person. And do I love them well enough to put all of that aside? Really? Yes. Yeah. And I really found that. I mean, I think definitely with Roman's first and second birthdays, like I wanted people to tell me, look at that cake. Did you make that cake? That's a beautiful cake. It had nothing to do with, hey, your son is having a birthday, you know, and that's not the way it should have been. And that's like a hard thing for me to admit. It's such a three, (laughs) 
Enneagram yeah. thing, you know, but doing it this way and actually stripping all of that stuff away allows me to, from a much more honest place, be like, this is not about me. I'm not looking for anything here. This is about celebrating her. Yeah. And that is the right, our heart attitude to have going into anything like that. Yeah. But it took and a that's while to get growth. there. That's yeah. the maturing process. So being able to share that and be here now where you and I together can say, this is the year to break those rules. This is the yes. year to be done with trying to measure yourself up to a standard, either in your head or in society or on Pinterest or wherever it's coming from. It's a time to evaluate that voice and say, no, yeah. <laughs> no. I'm not doing that this year. I am breaking that rule and I am going to focus on what truly matters here. And it's not that anymore. Yeah. And it, I mean, this is, these have been very like celebration centered things that we have been saying, but I think it can apply to so many other areas of our life. Anything that anybody has ever told you of, well, this is the way that should be. We, I mean, maybe it's, you know, you shouldn't have a TV in your bedroom or your bedroom. I don't know why these, these are all coming to me right now, probably because I'm reorganizing my bedroom. <laughs> but, like I, I remember talking with somebody on a podcast episode and they're like, my bedroom is only for sleeping. That is the only thing that happens in there. Well, guess what? I'm a single mom of four kids living in a town home and my bedroom's going to have to be a little bit more multi-purpose than that. <laughs> I'm going to have to be able to work in this space <laughs> And by me pulling the desk out of the closet and actually putting it in my room so that I utilize it more, like I don't have to live to somebody else's rule of what my bedroom needs to be. And that is okay. And I don't have to feel guilty about it. I don't have to feel like I'm ruining my space over it. I need it to be what I need it to be. And that's okay. Oh, you guys, now that the holidays are over, it's all too common to set health goals that never really stick. New Year's resolutions of the past, we're looking at you. When it comes to eating better and consuming less sugar, let's be honest, most healthy snacks don't taste very good. They don't fill you up, and they certainly don't satisfy your cravings. But this episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. So Monk Pack has keto granola bars that contain just one gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. They're great for anyone following a keto lifestyle, but also the perfect snack for anyone who is trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste. And I love being able to hand with my kids and feel good about them and they'll actually eat them because they taste really good. I personally have been really trying to cut out sugar and I needed to be able to have snacks that I could easily grab and that were making me feel like I was full. And having these Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars has been a game changer for me to be able to just grab them and know that I actually like them because I'm super picky. It has just been so helpful for me to stick to my goals. And they also have Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars that are soft and chewy in texture. So they've got both the nuttier ones and the softer ones. They come in different flavors like coconut cocoa chip, maple pecan, and peanut butter. We personally love both versions. 
My favorite flavor by far is definitely their dark chocolate sea salt. They're perfect for a quick breakfast when I'm running my kids around town, a snack between Zoom calls, or even a late night treat. And in addition to being keto friendly, the bars are also gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no soy, trans fats, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors, which is all really important to me. You can't beat the low sugar nutrition or the taste they provide. And by shopping online, you can avoid another trip to the grocery store by getting Monk Pack delivered right to your door. Try it for yourself and you'll see. And I have a special deal for my listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering the code LIVEWELL at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product. Then enter the code LIVEWELL at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on, and I just want to thank them for sponsoring LiveWell anyway. That's so okay, and it's actually healthy, and it's yeah, it's good. I think that what we're talking about right now in 21 is a direct response from healthy processing of 2020, mm-hmm. where it broke all everything. It broke us in a lot of ways, like our expectations, our hopes, yeah. our it, it revealed so much. And so, if you can take all of that baggage and turn around and say not today, Satan. Wasn't that what you said in your letter? No, no, I am not going to give into those empty things anymore because they, I, they were revealed to me last year, how empty they were. And I am going to do this for for the right reasons with the right heart. I'm going to move forward this way. And I'm not going to listen to any of that anymore because when times got hard, those are the things that were revealed to be empty. You know, the things yeah. we maybe clung to that were rule following or were, a, you know, we can't be criticized because we're doing this all right. You know, yeah. when things got hard, that did nothing for us. Yeah. It was yeah. just, it was just a rule that meant took you nowhere and did nothing. Nobody cared. <laughs> just yeah. was, all of it just kind of tumbled out. And so I think this is a really good place to land because this is something we can control. Yeah. We can say, I am no longer doing that. I am going to do what I think is right. And maybe Mm -hmm. it looks like people could poke at it a little bit, but who cares? Yeah. (laughs) I think we're all in that place now of like, nope. (laughs) Well, and I think that so much of the time, like we get ourselves into these ideas of, well, this is the thing that is best this is how this goes right. And if you're not doing it this way, then, you know, you've got serious problems. I think that's definitely a thing with like new moms. I remember being there. Everybody's so judgy of each other and all of that stuff. But I've even noticed things like I was reading about decorating trends that they're forecasting for the next year and things that they're seeing happening as people are designing homes and everything. And I thought, you know, over these past for a while now I mean at least probably 20 30 years the open floor plan has been thought to be the floor plan it's the way that you bring everybody together it's the way that all houses are kind of designed minimal walls minimal separation this is the right floor plan (laughs) and now Uh the prediction is like 
no more open floor plans. Nobody wants to be around each other. Give us all separate spaces. Every single person in the home needs an office because we're all here and we're all working from a desk and a computer. Like everybody needs to get away from each other. Just put up- Isn't that the truth? (laughs) So true. Never have I wanted to live in the Campbell house more where there's a servant's quarters that (laughs) can banish people to and like everybody get away from each other. I find myself telling my kids that all the time, especially when we have long weekends, like nobody needs to be in the same room as anybody else. (laughs) Nobody needs to say a word to anybody. Like you all have headphones. Like there's no reason, no reason for that at all. Don't talk remove yourself from this situation oh <laughs> uh, we're joking but that is what yes in 2020 like honestly a year ago you probably wouldn't have felt comfortable even saying that but now yeah. what we've all been through we're all like uh-huh amen yeah <laughs> right we need our space yep and there's nothing wrong with some walls and doors yeah you know and funny but it's like this thing that had become ingrained in our culture that this is what's right this is the correct floor plan if you have an old house you need to find a way to knock down some walls make sure they're not load bearing and get this sucker opened up and now everyone who did that is kicking themselves (laughs) so (laughs) you know i just think it's something to pay attention to that it's okay for us to have life circumstances change and to change our minds about how we're doing stuff. And I think the evaluation comes in. If you start feeling like in your gut, like, well, if I did that, I would feel wrong or selfish or cold hearted, or I can't enforce that margin or boundaries because somebody's feelings might get hurt. Or, you know, if those are the kind of places that your thought pattern takes you, that's Mm -hmm. where you need to evaluate. Is it time to break the rules? Because those are not, those are not a way to evaluate something that God is giving us to move forward. Yeah. You know, those are, those are hangups that we might have that prevent us from moving forward. And I think it's time to just be bold and strip those away and say, why do I feel wrong about this? Now there are, there are boundaries that God gives us and those we should be living into, you know, guilt comes into play. If you were to make a choice that he says not to, you know, like outside of your marriage or there, there are places for those boundaries and good guilt, healthy guilt, but there's also self-imposed or others imposed stuff. And that's where we need to consider like, why would I feel selfish if I said no to this? Because my life is full and I really don't have capacity for it, but I would feel so guilty that I'll just say yes. No, that's where you need to say, "Mm mm-mm. Yeah. I'll let them deal in a healthy way with their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let them do that. But yeah. I'm gonna say no because I know that's the right thing for me. And I'm gonna get rid of this little niggling little guilt because it's yeah. it's gonna take me down a bad place if I follow it. Yeah. No, I just I completely agree. And I think it comes down to every little thing that somebody could say to you, oh, you're gonna do that or This is the year for us to have the confidence to say, as a matter of fact, I am. (laughs) Whether it's the nail polish color you choose or that you decide to re-put up all the walls that you took down in your house. Yeah. You just go ahead and do it because these are not salvation issues. 
exactly are the things that we have to do to live well anyway Mm -hmm. and figure out how to move forward and you know I think even some people maybe I think well they did like at my brother's funeral for example like my mom and I were very on and my dad to a certain extent too we felt like this wasn't our time to grieve this was our time to facilitate everyone else's grieving everyone else's time to say goodbye our grieving needed to happen separately and I think some people looked at that like oh how are they cold like that (laughs) like it didn't matter or something when that wasn't the case at all and our way of grieving I think maybe looked different than a lot of other people's like we wanted to tell all the funny stories about him and laugh until we cried and that like we had Thanksgiving right after he died and we laughed harder that Thanksgiving than we had laughed in years and it was such a healing thing for us to be able to do that Mm. and to just not feel guilt over like we we've said from the start like we're not gonna not tell those stories or the goofy things that he did or because we want to remember the whole of him and it's okay to laugh. He would want us to do that, you know, even in ways like that, where other people may look at it from the outside and not understand it. I think there is so much that we can take away from letting joy be a healer and letting that be something that people may not understand why you would have joy in a certain circumstance. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have it. That is such an excellent point. And and I think what you're saying is that we have to stop justifying. We have to stop explaining it or feeling like somebody could critique it. Like just live in it, live yeah. in it and let it be. And if somebody has a judgmental spirit about how you're behaving, that is their issue. That yeah. is what yours to take on and feel the need to have to justify so that they're relieved of that. That Free yourself of that. Yeah. Ladies, I love to use essential oils and I love to use them for a variety of different things, but sometimes, especially with oils that I'm not as familiar with, I don't know what all they can do or all the different ways that I can use them. And that's one of the reasons that I love Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box. Every month, they send me this amazing box packed full of goodies, different essential oils, recipes for how to use them in a whole variety of different ways, and some of the other ingredients that I would need to be able to make these recipes. It's so much fun to see what they have in every box because they're all completely different. We've done everything from make candles to body scrub to even like some deodorant stuff, which has been super interesting and fun. My girls love to be able to get in on it with me and try these out every month. It's like a project that's sent to our door every single month, but it's also stuff that we can actually use. And I love that it's not just all these outlandish recipes that I'm not going to make. They give you very clear directions for these great products that were tried and tested by their in-house certified aromatherapist. But they also just give you really basic stuff. Like you want a great blend to put in your diffuser, put this many drops of this and this many drops of that. I love how they spell it all out for me and help me to have a new scent in my house every month. It's just super fun all the way around and I feel like I'm getting so much better knowledge of the essential oils that I am using in my life. 
Each and every box has four of Simply Earth's essential oils that are 100% pure and come from the best farms all over the world. And just those four oils would normally cost over $100 from other companies. But with the Simply Earth essential oil box, not only do you get those four oils, but you also get the six other easy-to-follow recipes and the other ingredients in the box for just $39 a month. And then you get to enjoy the peace of mind that comes with using natural products that you know the ingredients of because you made them yourself. This box has over 2,000 five-star reviews and Simply Earth gives 13% of their profits to help end human trafficking. And did I mention that when you subscribe, you also get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies? Using essential oils to support your wellness doesn't have to be overwhelming or overly expensive. Have fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box delivered to your door every month. Plus, get a free 80 milliliter diffuser when you subscribe using my URL, simplyearth.com slash livewell. Again, get all those goodies and a free 80 milliliter diffuser by just going to simplyearth.com slash livewell. Because a lot of those things, if we can kind of let go what of what other people may be thinking about it and just let ourselves feel the way that we need to feel and, and do what we can to fight for joy then that can be the most healing thing and end up, even if it doesn't have an impact on those people in that moment, I think it can in the long run when they remember back to that time when they face something and they're like, oh, well, maybe that's why they did what they did. Yeah, that's you know? the thing that produces growth. I mean, I think we've all experienced that as new moms, you know, when yeah. you have to yeah. picture of what it's going to look like and what kind of mom you're going to be. And then you have the child and you're like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, that that humbling process is where growth happens. And we should want that for people that we love and for ourselves. Yeah. And we shouldn't try to prevent it. Yeah. Well, and so we're going to kind of start moving into, you know, what some other people have put in of like ideas of ways that they're living well anyway. But I feel like the the first and most appropriate one to refer to is our good friend, Shell. Let's do it. Been on the podcast many times, but she sent in this list on Instagram and I just loved it. I thought it was surprising in some ways, but so perfect. And she said, I'm so this is a bit, we're going to, we're going to have a discussion about this one because it's kind of long, but she says, embracing all the ridiculous things that make you get the giggles. Yep. And I have seen her doing this lately, whether it's through memes or silly stuff that her kids have said, or like where she is just laughing so hard. And I, I have to attest to that, that laughter really does something. You know, I have a friend who's just going through really hard stuff right now. And I just keep thinking like, how could I make them laugh? Because yeah. if I could just get them to laugh, that is such a lightener for our souls. Like we need that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, she said, dance parties in the kitchen. A few people put in that idea. I mm. totally agree. I think that the dancing and all the ridiculous dancing can make such a difference. Um, she said, burn, don't save all the candles. Oh, <laughs> I yes. love that. Like, just be a little extravagant about it. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, she said, be the first one to apologize. Oh, a great one. She does these things so she well. Does. Like, so her. She does. Go ding dong ditch someone flowers or coffee or chocolate or all of the above. She's also very good at this one. So good. Like to the point where I usually don't catch her and it makes me mad. 
And then she said, while you're at it, get some for yourself too. That is something that she has taught me well. Like whatever you're buying to ding dong ditch somebody else or however you're going to give it to them, buy in duplicate, buy the exact same thing for yourself too, because you probably need it as well. Bless yourself. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I gave something to somebody, I don't know, a few months ago. And they said, well, oh, man, I, I sure hope you got something for yourself. I said, oh, don't you worry. Everything yeah. that you have, I have also. <laughs> so I know yeah. how this works. <laughs> yes. We're good. I got it all. Um, preach the truth to myself. I think that's really important because it's so easy for us to get lost in our own head spaces and go down rabbit trails we shouldn't be going down and sometimes I think it does take your friends to remind you what the truth is I know that you and Shell have both done that for me on numerous occasions and so we need to preach it to ourselves. but sometimes it takes talking to a friend to be reminded of what that truth is yeah because sometimes just saying it out loud you hear it like yeah yeah that's really isn't it yeah yeah okay But sometimes it also takes your friends saying like, you realize this is what this is, right? And you're like, oh, yeah. Are you sure? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Let's put that one on the back burner. Um, And then her next point is walk and talk with a friend. Yeah. Again, you know, it's right what we're talking about. It's so important to have people in your life and to be sharing all the parts of what you're going through, the joys and the sorrows. I think that has been, especially for the three of us, like the most deepening part of our friendship. Mm -hmm. We're not just in it for the highs. Mm -hmm. And and every day has both, I would say. Yeah. Well, and we've become a safe place. Yeah. Part of that is like letting go of that or working through like that judgment. You know, I think as new moms, it was harder to connect in that way because you have so many hangups. You have so much yeah. work to do, but now with all of these barriers kind of broken down, like there isn't judgment. You can just yeah. really share yourself and be honest. Yeah. And even you can be held accountable for the places you need, but you can also receive a soft place to land for the things that you're like, I'm just not going to worry about that anymore. Yeah. And hear somebody say, uh, yeah, don't worry about that yeah. That's yeah. true. Why did I ever worry about that? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yep. And and having those people that you can get to that place with where you know that you can say anything and it's not going to drive them away. They will still be there. Like th- providing that kind of safety to other people in friendship and having it for yourself is a game changer. That's that should be like the number one thing on living well anyway is yeah. having those not a huge circle but the the small handful of people who can know it all and love you regardless. Absolutely. You share unfiltered and we'll filter together through prayer. Yeah. We'll do the filtering together. I yep. think that's just a huge component of healthy friendship. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, she says, read five books at once. (laughs) I love that. Dig into the extravagance of that. I love that. Yeah. This is the one that really caught me off guard from our buttoned up little friend shell, but she said, make love a lot. (laughs) I love that. I love that she went there. I know. Threw that in there. And I love that. Yeah. I was shocked. 
shocked because usually if things like this come up, she's the one who blushes yep. and is like, oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> and, totally. and so to have her be the one, she didn't just say make love. She said make love a lot. A lot. <laughs> obviously within the context of what that should be you know in marriage yes. and all that but yes. um I I really loved that she said that and it is you know we're we're going to be having some conversations about these sorts of things over in Patreon so if you want to if you want more of that yeah over there Join us. February's coming ladies and we have plans we do scary plans um, <laughs> and I think we need to bring Shell in on it, maybe. Because... Oh my goodness. I think that's where she will draw the line. She was willing to write this, but this was like going out on a limb for her. I'd be shocked if she went any farther. <laughs> Wait, I have to say it in my own voice? I think she, yeah, I don't, we'll see. Um, <laughs> she says, reach out and serve. Now, this is something that some a couple of other people wrote in as well like when are they all twos <laughs> I know right <laughs> that's so true but I do think when you can reach out to other people in some way and take the focus off yourself absolutely yes it's so helpful even when you're in that just like oh part of life when things are at their worst if there's any small way that you can reach out and bless somebody else it does something for you it does. And it's a biblical principle. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about in Matthew, when Jesus tells us like, give, when you've given a glass of water or food or a room to someone, you've actually done that to him. Like yeah. it, there's a principle there that draws you closer to Jesus. When yeah. you do that. And why would we not want that when we're having a hard time? Like that is just, yeah. it's, a, it's a way to open your heart up to that yeah. funneling grace and love and yeah, I agree. Yeah. Ladies, right now, my family is in the middle of so many transitions. We've got transitions back to school that are crazy and different activities. And one of the things that I need to stay on top of is our meal planning because it removes so much stress for me to know what we're eating, what groceries I need, and not having to think about it once I get it planned, especially if I'm able to plan a couple of weeks in advance and then repeat those menus over and over again so I don't have to keep planning and thinking about it. And that's exactly what plan to eat offers me. You know I love this service. You know I have used it for over six years because I'm just that dedicated to it. I haven't found anything else that can beat it. Plan to eat has missed nothing as they created their software and their amazing and incredibly helpful app, which I love always having with me because I never don't have my list. I never don't have what we're having for dinner and the ingredients that are required. It's always at my fingertips. I can even plan on the go if I need to. Plan to eat is a subscription service. It's $39 a year or $4.95 a month, and it is worth every single penny. Once you get your recipes in there, which fit your dietary needs and what your family actually likes, then all you have to do is drag and drop them onto the calendar. It is that simple. I can easily plan for leftovers or change portions of things. It's a planning dream, and they've got an amazing community and support staff to make sure they can answer all of your questions. They get back to you super quickly. They're just a great company. So if you would like to try Plan to Eat Out, really 
really get your fingers in there and get the full experience, you can get 60 days completely free without even putting in a credit card by going to plantoeat.com slash lovely. That'll give you the full benefits of everything they offer for 60 days. That's two full months to really see how this website can revolutionize your planning and remove stress from your life. So again, go to plantoeat.com slash lovely to get 60 days free. Um, she said, tell your kids how proud you are of them. Mm. I, I really agree with this one. It's something I feel like I have to kind of like counterbalance for my kids. And I tell them I'm proud of really dumb things. Like this picture popped up on my phone yesterday of Roman. And it was, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And he was making this ridiculous face, but he used to make it all the time. I mean, he just looked <laughs> such a goofball oh my word so I texted it to him and I was like look how weird you are and how weird you have always been I am so proud of you (laughs) and he was like oh my gosh mom I look like a total freak I was like I know and you're my freak yes and I I'm so glad that you are as handsome as you are you are willing to make those kind of faces that is the kind of guy that I am raising yep (laughs) tell them you're proud of the weird things along with the big accomplishments yeah um she said talk to Jesus about Jesus about everything first which Mm. is always a good principle to be living by and then she finished it with life is a treasure hunt for joy (laughs) man so good because that's coming from her it's so authentic yeah I just want to give her a big hug like yeah you do that you do that so well yeah I totally agree okay so the next one I want to read Crystal Dever, which I'm finally pronouncing her years right, or her name right after all these years when I pronounced it wrong. And she finally and alive like two months ago said, that's not actually how you pronounce my name. I was like, what? (laughs) Because for some reason, she's always one of them that I would say her last name. Like, I don't say everybody's last name when they come in. Oh, I did. It was wrong. Okay. That's hilarious. Crystal Dever. Um, And she responded to the newsletter. So it wasn't on Instagram, but she had some great things, I think, that she had to say. Um, She First of all, she kind of talked about, like, looking for the good in everyone first, like, assuming the best. I think that's a really great principle to be working from, especially in a year like this where people are so divided. Um, Yeah, everything's heightened. Feeling, drama, it's all heightened. Yeah, but the root of most of those actions, like she was talking about, for each of those people, they're, they're doing it because they think that's what's best. And so to be able to try to see people for that instead of kind of what is coming out. But yeah. she said also books. She said reading, self-development, trying to be a better person, no matter what's going on, there's always something I can learn, something I can do better. I can't control the world, but I can control me. And I could say the same thing about my planner. So mm. I love that. Yeah. Especially agree on the planner front. Mm-hmm. Now, this one I have some issues with. She okay. said, also cats. She said, no matter how cray-cray the world gets, my cats always bring me joy and make me feel loved when they come sit near me. And she said, she said, did you know that it actually physically reduces stress to pet an animal? You're going to love them when you're ready. Um, yeah, that, 
that was not the case for me. <laughs> not not the physical reduction of stress in my life. It was a lot of added stress that I'm now trying to repair in my home before I have my walkthrough inspection to sign my lease for another year. But to be fair, you had a giant baby giant dog. Baby. You didn't have a cat. Maybe that's this is true. You went wrong. Maybe, maybe that was maybe. Mm-hmm. And he, he is the sweetest dog. I will say that. I still see him from time to time. I, I, he is so sweet. He's just massive and destructive, and he ran our lives for yeah. three months. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, so not, I did not experience that part of the animal world. But she did say <laughs> um, that Essie nail polish, which I agree uh, uh, with. Yes. She said, it's a pop of pretty and self-care that I can do yeah. and feel pretty and put together and self-cared for whenever I see it, which is a lot since it's on me. And I could not agree more about painting your nails. I know that sounds like such a dumb thing, but it matters. <laughs> yes. And, and for me, like there's something about making my nails perfect. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> there's, you know, like they look perfect and then I move on like it satisfies something when I can't make everything look perfect I just can't but this is something I can take my time until you know it's scuffed and that does happen very quickly but then I'm thinking about the next time I get to do it there's this cycle is good for my heart and my mind like I can I can put that perfectionism here and not here that is true I mine don't look perfect but just even the having them done feeling like they make a statement they somebody can see me and know immediately what kind of person I am yeah I kind of mood you're in what season it is yeah I love all of that yeah I love that yep um that's a really really great one okay there was let me find it here okay where was it so studying the home on Instagram she commented and I thought she had some kind of fun ideas So she said, I like to make lists. It's in my DNA. Girl, I hear you. I can relate to that. (laughs) She said, but I have learned to make lists of things that I want to do or find fun, including reading, new fun recipes, finding new parks, completing random house projects, practicing the piano, etc. And when life seems so difficult, I pick a couple of those things to do during the week and it gives me something to look forward to and something different. It's that like deciding in advance what you can add into your life. I love that idea of having that list kind of like on the back burner of when I need to pick me up, when I want something fun to do, well, here are some great choices. I I love that. It's a personally tailored little outlet. I love that. Yeah. I really like that too. And then I thought this was very creative as well. And I can't, I'm actually, I can't decide if this is brilliant or if it would just frustrate the heck out of me, if I'm being honest. But she says, go to a different grocery store than you usually do. Like go to Publix 15 minutes away instead of five minutes away because somehow it's better and different. <laughs> a change of scenery is everything these days. So you so, kind of feel like you're on vacation or something. Yeah. You're like, oh, uh, this is an adventure. Yeah, different people, different whatever. I don't know. I I get frustrated in a store if I can't find what I want. And so that's where I'm like, I don't know, that might just drive me crazy. But also the idea of just kind of like venturing into a different part of town yeah. than you normally go to. I think 
I probably more than most do shop in a lot of different areas of town. I do west, south, and east and avoid north at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> but but I do like, I, I make my way around. And there's something to that where I do like enjoy being in other places. Yeah. Well, and just seeing what's fresh and like, yeah, it's kind of fun. I, yeah. I'm there. I think that would be, gosh, that would take a lot of like, it would feel like an adventure for me. I would have to gear up for that, but I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of people who mentioned like getting dressed up, like putting on some red nail polish or really like putting on a great outfit, even if you're just going to the grocery store. And I think sometimes that's that like little pick me up that you need. But I think possibly the most fun and most expected one of the uh, unexpected one of these responses that we got was from Yummy Yoga Mummy. And she said, I've started skipping. Even bought myself a fancy pants new robe to do it with. I look like a crazed loon as I'm trying to get different steps down, but I'm having fun with it. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. So she's skipping in her fancy robe around the house. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, it like takes the kitchen dance party to a new level. Imagine her kids talking about that. Like, yes. you know what mom's up to yeah I remember 2020 it was the year mom bought a big fancy robe and started learning different skipping steps around the house may I talk about living in the present I that is my favorite I love that it's just and that's like that's really what I wanted I wanted the goods of like what bizarre thing are you doing yes (laughs) yeah so well done yummy yoga mummy so I feel inspired yeah, right? Yeah. Like, how can I liven things up around here? Mm-hmm. What can I do to make it more fun? I do feel like, like, I love on the Big Boo cast, which is Sophie Hudson and Melanie Schenkel. Melanie has deemed 2021, 2020 fun. And so far, <laughs> she's like, well, it's not really living up to its name. No. But that's the goal this year is to like just make it a fun year where can we add in more fun I feel like I'm really looking for those ways wherever I can especially because we're still continuing to go through so many transitions of kids going back to school full-time kids going back to school part-time like what what things look like and I'm definitely kind of searching for those ways to add a little bit more fun to our lives Absolutely. Yeah. If we had done this podcast like last March when the pandemic is fresh and you're like, just, it would fall flat you yeah. know, because of how long, but this is coming out of a place of like <laughs> war torn battle yes. theory. This is the survival. Like this, I feel like this has some sticking here because we've been through 2020 and yes. we've learned stuff and we're like, Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> I'm gonna be let down if I don't figure out a way to create some good times some memories some laughter mm-hmm. you know my boys have found this game on their phone where you hold the phone up to your forehead and everybody else sees what animal it is oh. and then all of us act it out or t- try to get them to say that animal 
And I need this game. It has been so much fun. And what I didn't know is that the person holding the, the phone to their head, the game actually records everybody doing that. Oh my we word. have died in laughter and how ridiculous, like, I mean, like, like f- rolling on the ground laughing. Like we cannot believe how silly and how funny we are. So it's fun to play the game, but it's also ridiculous to see yourself acting like an ape oh my gosh oh I need this game I need this game it's been fun (laughs) can you imagine doing it at like a neighborhood party or like with friends and not telling them that it was being recorded Oh, I I could really have some fun with this. Yeah, because you shouldn't know it's being recorded at first because you were less encumbered. And we were playing this game with my mom and she didn't have her readers on. So what she thought she was seeing was not what everybody else thought they saw. So that was funny too. We're like, what are you Oh my gosh. She said, it says gargoyle. We're like, no, it says coyote. What? It was so good. It was just the laugh we needed. And I think like we were talking about earlier with laughter, laughter unites everybody, no matter what tensions there are, what's going on. If you can belly laugh with somebody, it releases so much of that tension. Yeah. I could not agree more. Mm -hmm. I think the laughter is just so important. You know, I, I've, started watching TikTok and I really have to like control myself to be like, okay, I'm only going to open it if I am willing to go down that rabbit hole because I know I'll be sucked in. It's hard to climb back out. Yes. Because you just want like the ridiculous and the funny. And even if it's like, you know, some six foot five police officer mouthing the words that a child has spoken, you know, it's like, I, I can't get enough. I think it's hilarious. And I just like, I need the laughter, but yeah, I agree that if we had been having this conversation a year ago, we would have thought we, we were would crazy. have burned out. We would have yeah. started. Strong, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's such a different energy. Like, yeah. no, we need this. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, I think it's kind of made us a little bit more willing to, you know, do things we may not have done before. Like, yeah. like maybe finding very creative ways to spy on your hot neighbor. I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> You've been following me on Instagram. Just saying. I don't know where that came from. Just saying. There's, you know, you got to do what you got to do to bring the fun in 2021. I'm I'm here for it. Yep. I'm here for it. So, okay. Well, I think that's a great way to wrap up this episode. Katie's going to send me the name of that game and we will put it in the show notes. We will. We will. Yes. You can follow me on Instagram for more hot neighbor spying <laughs> and, <laughs> and tune into Patreon next month for more of this oh. year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Katie will be taking the helm on that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Katie, thanks for hanging with me and talking Absolutely. about breaking the rules. And Happy my- 200th. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
All right, that's it for this episode. If you would like the show notes for this show, then you can, of course, go to MackenzieCoppa.com and click on podcast. That's also where you can click on blog and find my five Friday favorites and links to everything on how to subscribe and all of those different things. Or you can also find the show notes by just swiping up in whatever app you are using to listen to the show. And let me just tell you, if you, for instance, click on a link of something in Amazon, that helps to support the show because it kicks a little bit of money back to us to help keep the lights on around here. And also, you don't necessarily have to buy the thing that you clicked on for us to get the credit. If you just go through that Amazon link to get to Amazon, then it's going to send back credit to us no matter what it is you buy, but it doesn't cost you any more money. So it's just super helpful to us and we really appreciate it. Another thing that you can do to help support the show is leave us a rating and review in iTunes. If you haven't done that yet, we so, so appreciate when you do because it helps the algorithms within iTunes to tell it, to tell other people to watch the show, which is really helpful for us to get new sponsors and keep things rolling over here. So thank you so much to each and every one of you who leave us ratings and reviews. I would love to see you over on Instagram, as would Katie. You can find me at Mackenzie Coppa and find her at Katie M. Duckett. And last but not least, like I mentioned, we're having a blast over in Patreon, so you should come join. It is so much fun. You have no idea how much goodness we have got in store. So come to patreon.com slash livewelltogether to find out all the goods that we have got going on in February. You will not want to miss it. Okay, until next week, ladies, when we're going to be talking about transitions and how to do them well in this crazy season, especially transitioning kids back to school and all that kind of thing, we're going to give you both the emotional and the practical steps that you can help to take to make this season a little bit easier. But until then, go be bold and gracious. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.